for dads to stand up and speak out at the IEP table. That's exactly why I'm bringing you our guest today, Jamil. Welcome to our special education inner circle podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher and Jamil, thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's an amazing pleasure and a blessing to actually be here and be able to speak uh, to all the dads out there. Uh, it's it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. Yes, I cannot wait for your words of wisdom, your perspective, and the things that you're going to share about your experience at the IEP table. So let's start there. How did you end up at an IEP table? Okay, so really uh, the basis of it is that I, I, I was tired of just not being heard. I was tired of not doing anything. Um, I was tired of really just focusing so much on me in the situation of the diagnosis with my son um, that I didn't really, I started to remove myself from the key components of my child's growth um, just to focus on me. And as a, a man and also as a species, we sometimes do that. We try to resort back uh, to, to just bear it, very territorial instincts to say, okay, I need to focus on me in order to grow, to be the best for someone else. But sometimes it actually takes a multitude of different growths. So you need to do it at the same time, grow yourself and also grow uh, your child. Um, you know, I, I remember just, just being a, a, a newly diagnosed dad, an awesome dad, as I like to place, uh, put it, and, and just really not understanding what this meant for me as a man, uh, for me to understand that this is not my fault. One of the most key elements when it comes to understanding uh, what's going on in your mind at that time when you hear the word autism and really understanding my role as far as my family. You know, you get a family, you're the leader, you're the provider, you're the protector. Yes, you are that. But when you hear that awesome word, you know, autism, it just ramped up a million times more. That means that I need you guys to actually step up like I didn't at that key point. I need you to sit there and take the reins and say, I'm going to provide. I'm going to be this, the protector. I'm going to be the leader, but I'm also going to lead us in this amazing journey, this awesome journey uh, through autism. So you have a bright perspective of what is possible and how you can be that leader. And that's both at the IEP table and outside of the education system um, also. I'm sure that it took some work to get there. You just kind of spoke about that a bit. And, and our listeners are typically women, their mm -hmm. parents, teachers, admins, therapists. So I want everybody who is listening specifically, you know, I'm speaking to the women here that have the husband at home or have that male figure at home and they are disconnected. And they're, they're feeling that struggle. They feel the weight of all the special education decisions on themselves. And uh, what do they need to do? So let's, let's talk about the parent first. Let's talk about the mom who is like, okay, dad's disconnected. I don't know what to do. He's checked out. What is something that can help maybe bring her husband into the conversation and into the decision-making? So... <sighs> It's it's first off, shout out to all the awesome moms out there um, doing an amazing job of just keeping the momentum of this community growing and getting stronger and stronger. Um, the one thing I would love to point out to the mothers is that 
you will never understand what goes on with a man, respectively. And we will never understand what goes on with you as a woman. All right. So let's let that compound, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, check on the list. Let, let, let's let that stand as the foundation. What we need from you, ladies, is a reassurance. Key word here, reassurance is the same thing as redirect. We all know what that means when it comes to our awesome children. But we need a reassurance that for one, we are a team which means that there are two people coming together to form a bond that cannot be broken by this world. Something stronger than what anybody could ever imagine that you guys are game players together. The second, second thing is that you need to remind, to reassure this man that he is doing an amazing job. He is the leader. He is the provider and that you cannot do this without him. Whoa. Wait a second. Some women might feel, hey, well, I, you know, I'm not sure because I can do this without them. We know, ladies, we know. But I'm going to tell you, and I hope the men are listening too, we can't do this without you. Um, so much in my program, and when I speak to other fathers, I speak of a spiritual balance, a grounding. You know, just basically just that spiritual grounding to help them be accountable for so many things in life, so many things that they have to hold truth. So, you know, not to go too much in a religion. Let's talk about my Christianity in it. My wife plays an imperative role in the growth of everything I do. I need her. God has given me this woman in order to succeed in life. I need you. And he does, too, ladies. So please keep that in mind when you're speaking into him, not at him. That's another point. Let's not speak at him. Let's speak into him. Hey, I know this is hard for you, but I need you to lead us as a family. I need you. And he will reciprocate this. And you know what? Sometimes it will be very difficult for us as a male to really talk about things we hear or things we see outside in the world. One thing you must remind him and you must begin to walk him through because sometimes we need you to hold our hands and walk us through this is that this outside world, this world we live in does not exist anymore when it comes down to that diagnosis and understanding our awesome child. We are now entering into their world. And sometimes we are scared of that naturally as human beings, it's an unknown. So please, ladies, just take our hand and walk with us through it. As strong as you women are, and we love these strong women, we do. Sometimes we just need you to be a little bit less strong, a little bit more compassion, compassionate, and a little bit more leading. We need that from you. We need that from you. And I'm speaking from existence where I didn't have this. I lost this in a previous marriage. And now I have regained this. So I'm, I'm speaking to you from, from so much experience when it comes down to this. I feel like, first of all, I got some chills there while you were sharing <laughs> that perspective. So I love that so much. Um, and I also, my, my first thought was, you know what? A lot of times it's hard for us women to communicate that, that we do need leadership in, mm. um, in areas where, you know what? We do know a whole lot um, in this, but we need a, a different type of perspective that, you know, only our spouse can give. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, if you just heard that and you were just like, yes, I want that with my husband, but I don't know how to get, you know what? Take that clip, go rewind 90 seconds on this podcast and just play it 
for your spouse yep. and say, this is what I want to do. I don't know exactly how to do this for you. What, what can <laughs> we do together? Like just, just, just replay that. Okay. So now let's talk about the teachers or the professionals that are the school team, because like you said, I don't know your perspective. You don't know my perspective. So I don't know mm -hmm. what it feels like walking into that IEP meeting. Now that you've had that switch, because let's just face it. Um, a lot of times a dad is brought into the meeting to be, I'm going to say the muscle at the meeting. I'm going to yes. bring my husband. So they listen. And I don't yes. feel like that should be the go-to reason that you're sitting at that IEP table. So yes. can you just share with the teachers, like when the professionals, what could they do to encourage more dads to participate, even if they can't show up to the meeting? So one of the key things, and, and, and I can break this down and, and unpack this in so many different things, and um, I'm going to speak, uh, we use keywords like connect. We want to connect. Um, I'm going to throw another keyword out there, acknowledgement, and I'm going to speak on that. I think it's very important for those who are sitting in the, you know, the table, the station, the war zone, the war room, you know, as we say, uh, about this IEP meeting. The reason why is because we need to acknowledge the fathers. Um, as a, a professional, um, I think it is not outside of your boundary to ask the parent, hey, um, is the other parent, you know, within the means to participate in this? Are they around? Um, you know, will they be joining us? The reason why is because uh, both parents are essential to the growth of this child. If the other parent is around, but has a hard time actually coming to these meetings, um, it needs to be acknowledged about, from the therapist, from the, you know, everybody that's included with this IEP, you know, they need to welcome this person. Hey, if you have any questions, you know, you can join us or here's a copy of the IEP. I'm sorry you couldn't make it. Here's my contact information contact me if something doesn't seem right or you need some explanation about it. I, I'm going to break down, if you don't mind, I'm going to break down a story for you. And for I, hope, Tell us. I hope this encourages not only men and women, but also those who are on the school board, those who are in um, those programs that help our children. So my first marriage, my son's mother, uh, my son, Shane, um, he, he was diagnosed at the age of three. We were going to school. Now, me and my ex-wife was having a horrible divorce. As you can imagine, things are, her feelings are in the midst of it, so forth and so on. I, dealing with I, myself, you know, just looking at what I'm going through and not so much what my son is going through and what as my ex-wife um, was going through, um, I never made any IEP meetings. Detrimental to not only my son's growth, but my growth as well. So when I finally, finally, and men, you don't want to hear this, but when I finally got the balls to actually go to an IEP meeting, this is the worst feeling that you can feel in your stomach. These educators, these prominent people, these people who have been feeding my child, feeding my child with nothing but love and, 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 and encouragement about his, his educational growth, sat there and looked at me and said, I'm sorry, who are you? Men, do you ever wanna go in life and have someone who is so important to your child's growth look at you and say, I'm sorry, who are you? That 
at that point, I knew I felt as a father. And for the rest of that IEP meeting, I felt like I was invisible. And it's not towards those who uh, who were, you know, the therapists, you know, the teachers. It's not towards them at all. It wasn't even towards his mother. Men, it was towards me. This was my fault. I don't want you to be in that same situation. Teachers, meet them halfway. Meet us halfway, because you know what? The thing that I encourage every single time when it comes down to an awesome parent, an awesome educator, even police officers, is that you can't take this burden 100% on your back. Oh, no, you're not strong enough. You need to meet them 50%. And I need everybody out there to just gain that strength, to go that extra 50% to meet these educators halfway. It starts at home. And I want to remind you, man, you can sit there and you can be dead tired, but you can get up in the morning to go golfing, right? You can get up in the morning to go fishing, dead tired. You just did an all-nighter. You got two hours of sleep, but you up for fishing. Let's put that energy into our children. Let's leave our egos at home and let's go towards this IAP meeting. If you don't have an answer, you, you're, you're confused, you're embarrassed, it's okay. Introduce yourself. Let them know, hey, listen, me and, and my son's mom, we're not exactly on good terms, but I would love to be a part of this. How can I be a part of this? Educators, meet them halfway and, and, and encourage them and welcome them into the table. Thank you. We need you. We need you. Once again, that reassurance. I love that so much. I'm just going to leave that piece right there. I think everybody just soaked it all in. We're going to have that. So share with me. What do you feel has been the biggest impact on your son since you've started showing up to the IEP meetings and understanding this educational process? So you mentioned, you know, I didn't go to the IEP meetings and that was detrimental to my son's growth. I think the only way to know that is because now you see something different that's happening. Mm -hmm. So can you put that into words about like what this feels like now for his growth and for your growth? So it, it, for his growth, I missed so much of his early childhood, um, which I couldn't experience what it was like for him to view certain things in the world. You know, I, I call, you know, le, you know, let's keep it real. I was a weekend dad, you know, court system every other weekend. That's me. You know, that's who I was. Um, so I didn't experience his challenges. I didn't experience his some of his achievements. Um, I was around, but I wasn't around, if that makes sense. Um, what I've seen in my in my child, in my awesome child, as far as growth, when it comes down to looking at this IEP, is one of the most, most uh, I, I can say, one of the most proud moments that I've ever had as far as being a father, and that is Shane's empathy. Um, you know, and, and what that did in transition and seeing that was that my son doesn't give up. My, my son never in any IEP that I've seen, he has never gave up. We had one IEP where they wanted him at an 80 percentile. Unfortunately, he fell short at the 50 percentile. When we came back and sat again at the IEP, Shane was at the 90 percentile when he was only scheduled for the 80 percentile. And because I was a weekend warrior, quote unquote, weekend dad, 
I didn't get a chance to actually see that. So when I made that transition to say, no, I'm going to be a part of this. Hi, my name is Jamil Owens and I am Shane's father. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm sorry I'm not around um, as me and his wife are not communicating effectively, but I would like to change that. What can you tell me about my son? I started to really unpack who my son is and who is he becoming as a young man. And what that made me do at that moment is say, hey, you know what? <laughs> Let's put it in this terms, fellas. I need my own IEP. I need to sit down and examine what I'm doing wrong as a father, what I'm doing right as a father and where I would like to see myself. So I started to write my own IEP out to set my own goals on what I needed to do to be a bigger influence, not only for my son, but for my ex-wife to see, okay, this man is stepping up, he's stepping to the table, but also for those educators to be like, wow, this is refreshing to see a man actually going gun ho for his son. Again, just gonna leave that there. You guys take it all in, <laughs> write your own plan. We talk about goal setting all the time. He just gave you the plan. Go set some goals for yourself. You don't have to be there you go. where you're going to be. You just need a plan to get there. Exactly. And so can you share with everybody a little bit about your work and the impact that you are creating in our disability community? Yes, yes, yes. So um, I am the host creator of The Awesome Show, which is a podcast dedicated towards men, um, fueling, um, pouring into their growth uh, spiritually, uh, mentally, physically, everything that a man, as far as having an awesome child could ever think about, I engage with on my podcast platform. Um, this started off with just, once again, me being tired, being tired of being absent, being tired of making excuses. And I found throughout my life a transition, the spiritual transition, really letting go of my ego, my pride, and really taking hold of what it is to be a man. I found what it was to actually be this way. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to share this information with the world. I felt like, you know what, I can't harbor this in. I have to share it with others. So I made this platform. I've been doing this since 2014. Um, I believed in this so much recently that I've quit my job to pursue my nonprofit, which was just newly formed, uh, actually right before the holiday called Awesomeness Incorporated. Um, so what that is, is that is going to be a culmination, a website of everything you could possibly need um, for the area which I live in, which is Pennsylvania, the tri-state area, but also the country and the world. I want this to not only appeal as far as the awesomeness incorporated, I want this not only to appeal for men, but I want this to appeal to the awesome community. No matter who you are, where you are, where you are at life, I want you to be able to come onto this website, find everything that you possibly need and more, but the most key thing the very key thing that I want people to do is I want you to leave something for someone else. So that may be an encouraging word. That may be an idea. I want you to leave something because we are here set on this planet, not only to serve ourselves and to prosper ourselves, but to serve others. And I believe that wholeheartedly. So I've been gaining a lot of, a lot of uh, connections, which I'm truly blessed and happy about, especially with targeting men. 
um, when it comes down to the awesome show. I am a public speaker. I engage with those individuals, those men in those groups. Um, but also, too, I'm an average person, nine to five work, you know, nine to five every day living autism. I encourage men to reach out to me personally every day. You could send me a message through direct messenger. You can have my phone number. If you need some type of uplifting, I am there for you. Um, so it, it's it's been an amazing ride. A little bit more about my background. I'm, I'm married. I live in you know Hatfield, PA. I'm a volunteer firefighter. I'm currently going to school for my EMT certification. My purpose and my passion here is to serve others. God has allowed me to see that because he broke down my ego and my pride to love on my son, for me to see the love that God has for me through my son, to give to my wife, to give to my family, and for me to sit there and be like, I want to do something for my community. I've served my family. Now it's time for me to serve my family and my community. And I hope by you interacting with me, by you seeing my page, my podcast, by you saying, hey, how can I help? Can I donate? Whatever the case may be, that you see my passion, you see my purpose here on this planet. And this is so much bigger than me. Well, I think there's no question that our listeners have absolutely heard your heart today and where your vision is at and how you're going to share your experience to help others, you know, create that growth in their own family for their own child at the IEP table and beyond. And, you know, I will say, you know, I, I run the Master IP Coach Mentorship. I talk about it all the time. So it's parents, teachers, admins, therapists. It's, we are the mm -hmm. idea bringers, solution finders, and team builders at the IEP table. And I've had this program for over four years. And in those four years, I have had a total of, I believe, four men come through the Master mm. IP Coach Mentorship. Um, mm. That is not even a, like, measurable percentage, <laughs> okay, yeah. comparative, like, like one a year, I mean, that's, that's, I want to see this involvement um, at a different level. You want to see this involvement at another level. Um, I want yeah. to encourage you that, you know, to all the men that are listening, when you're just like, oh, man, I'm going to step up there and I don't know, you know, even half of what the other people know. So what, who cares? Well, what? Started? We will meet you where you're at. We're here for you. So I'm going to encourage everybody, wherever you're watching this, um, you're going to see links above or below this video, or if you're listening on the podcast, you're going to have it in the show notes. I want you to go ahead and reach out to Janelle and connect with him. Make sure that you give him a shout out and say, hey, I heard you um, on the Special Education Inner Circle podcast, and, and just give him a follow, reach out, see how you guys can serve together. I'm also going to encourage you that if you are listening to this um, on a platform where you can leave uh, some feedback and a comment, yeah. please go ahead and do that. That helps me and Jamil reach more people yep. so every yep. every comment every interaction doesn't cost a penny right we say but there are things that we can do to serve to help each other to help get a message out that just takes a few clicks or a few words of encouragement so i'm gonna encourage everybody to do that and uh, jamil thank you so much for being here today thank you i listen like i said this has been a blessing um i'm, I'm truly blessed and i want to leave this this word of encouragement that i feel as a man that you men and also awesome moms, awesome father and mom need to hear. You are awesome, you are amazing. I am super proud of you and most importantly, I love you. Something that we need to hear. I love you, I might not even know you, I might not even see you, but I love you. So we can get through this together. You are doing an amazing job, do not give up. All, all Autism never wins, never wins. It's not a competition, it's a journey. So let's get it together, let's do this. 
All right, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. Thank you.